the pair you are about to hear are not professionals. Their opinions and beliefs are not fact. They are just two idiots that are spitting nonsense. podcast listeners it is i jasmine and i am joined by the valiant the amazing the great wizard himself zachariah i have decided that i am now what is the epitome of a mix between a wizard and a warlock you can call me a whizlock a whizlock whizlock what about a warzard that's like the um opposite they're evil Warzards are? Warzards are evil. Wizlocks are good. Interesting. Uh, and <clears throat> so, well, <laughs> I, like, you know, like you have me thinking too. If I was trying to like add Wizlock and Warzord together, like into a new word, uh-huh. but it was just going to end up being the same word again. Wizard lock. Wizards and warlocks. <laughs> Wizard lock. We're getting away from this. Hello, welcome. This. Hello, welcome, um, guys. I... Uh, it's been a long week. It's been a long week. Uh, jobs are fun. Um, Literally. Other than that, I don't think we've done much, except we've watched some movies finally around this time instead of playing games. Although, Let's Build a Zoo is in my favor. Also, they're releasing an aquarium <laughs> update at some point in the future of this year. That's going to be a problem. Which is a problem. <laughs> you know what else is a problem? The Fallout 76 new season starts next It comes week. out. I didn't even look that up, dude. That's yeah, no, we should have we, we should have added that. But I'm we'll look, add it on to the end. I'm looking it up. It's season 14. Yeah, we'll just add it on uh, whenever we get to the gaming section. Um, let's but, see. Uh, There's nothing known about it yet. Oh! Sorry, I got really excited. It's called Fight for Freedom. The the season it's all space related and stuff like that. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's so very that's, very American. Very American. It's it's a <laughs> The tricentennial banners are going to be offered for free after being uh, on the store for 200. I see I see these. I see these being being like the specialty uh, power suits. Right. These alien things. But um <clears throat> No, what was I saying? Uh, I was looking up the rewards. Oh, okay, cool. So you get that. There's a happy birthday sign that you can get. American Eagle. Oh, here's the sign, by the way. I'm just looking through it. It's just, it's the basic. It's a very good one for it's like. It's a tricentennial. One. It's a good one, though, because that's yeah. what they started with when they originally released the game. Um, so, yeah. Oh, they got mini, they got mini tanks and jeeps and stuff like that. Cool stuff. All right, but yeah, season fourteen. It's called United We Stand. That's the season. United We Stand. Yes. Um, <clears throat> there's really Divided not much. Divided We Fall. There's really not much else known about it though. Um, what else though? That's happening. Extra Primal happened. We watched some films. We, last night we watched Scooby Doo Zombie Zombie Island. Use Scooby-Doo Zombie Island, one of the first of the four dark 90s films. 
And what I mean is the, the Scooby-Doo film, the animated ones that they had during the 90s, like the late 90s, were... Dark. Hella dark. Dark, 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 <laughs> dark, dude. Like Because that... what they did is instead of them being like, oh, these are not monsters. These are people dressing up. And they're doing heists and stuff. They fought real monsters. The girls didn't have to do yeah. that. <laughs> That's the next, they did the... it. So if we wanted to watch them, that would be the next one. The Witch's Ghost. Yeah. yeah. That would be the, the Hex Girls. The Witch's Ghost would be the next one. Hex Girls are going to put a spell on you. Oh my fucking god. Oh my. Oh, oh, oh. I'll put a Okay, so then we also watched two other alien films, yeah. uh, which was... We were feeling alien. Well, I was feeling alien. I don't know about the, you. The like... first one we watched was Slither, which I haven't seen in a while. Slither was a we good We hadn't one. seen that in a while. And, uh, yeah, dude, for the last couple days, like, whenever I'm feeling hungry, I'll be like, Brian, can you get me the spare opossum <laughs> from the fridge? Like, And he's just like, you are so gross, dude. Like... And I was the like, film oh. is disgusting, but it doesn't. No, the film it is does, disgusting. But it doesn't on a right. James way. Gunn did a very good job. But he did a good job is making it disgusting and uncomfortable in the early two thousands as well. And, yeah. Oh yeah. And and the thing is, is that like, the the CGI for the most part on that film, like for the aliens and stuff, is not bad. No, like, it's not bad. I I looked at you and I said, so that's where all the budget went. It is. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, that's a good thing though. That's where you want the budget uh-huh. to go. I wish there was more budget to go around, personally, you know, because uh, they could have made this way better. But in this my was opinion. during a time when, like, those indie horror films were not as prominent as they are now. Tenacious D and the Pick of Destiny. Uh-huh. The other one—that's not an indie horror film. It's <laughs> what? The, it's Actually, a cult classic, is what I'll call it. I was gonna say it's a musical. Uh, musical cult classic. The other one we watched was a Tom Cruise one called Edge of Tomorrow, which Jasmine has never seen. Had. Uh, had never seen. Now she does. Now she's had. Yeah, I've, I've seen it. And like, but I feel like, I feel like I had seen it because I saw the commercials. Probably. And that's kind of how I felt throughout the movie. You know what I mean? Because it's literally just like a Groundhog's Day scenario, uh-huh. over and over and over again until they can get like the puzzle pieces moved out correctly, essentially. And uh, but overall, I really enjoyed the movie. I, I think the I, action... I really liked the design of like how fast and how scary that the aliens were because they were. Oh, they so... made they made it so that like if if aliens actually came down like this, we'd be fucked. <laughs> well, the thing that they were fighting looked like something that came from the quantum realm in Marvel. Oh, yeah. Like literally, it looked exactly like one of those. I'm just saying, like they probably got they they probably got the hostility of like if a hostile race came down. We'd probably be fucked. Oh, for sure. Like, I mean, you want to know what will go down? Watch District 9. Uh, like, jeez. Like. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. I don't know what else to talk about. Oh, my, my little facts. So, oh, I like... didn't mean to leave that in the notes earlier. I meant to put that up there for me. So there was no notes. That's fine. Um. So here's the thing. So, oh, she's been playing Baldur's Gate 32. Oh, my God. I, I could just talk about Baldur's Gate 3 for, like, an hour, so I'm not going to bore you guys, but, like, it is so much fun. I think I may have put something about Baldur's Gate later on in this, yeah, uh, because uh, the creators, Larian Studios, came out and uh, gave us infographics about everybody's uh, character choices, race choices, you know what I mean, like... All kinds mm-hmm. of origins and whatever, and gave us a percentage little bar graph uh, to show all of that uh, information and digest it. So, and we'll talk about that in a little bit. Yeah, so one thing I did that we have, well, I think it was last time when we, not last week, but the week before or something. I talk, I actually made a real fact check 
um, with uh, some stuff. It was during the Barbenheimer. It was during the time when we talked about watching Barbie and Oppenheimer, and I went over the Tsar Bomba was the bomb. So I have another weird history fact. We're in the weird history. Is that the Russia one? Yeah, the one that they they, 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 they just tested, and the dude was like, I'm going to half this so that I don't blow up the world. I'm glad that he halved it. I'm glad that he halved it, too, because he probably would have lit the fucking atmosphere on fire, like how Oppenheimer was fucking trying to say in the first Uh place. Yeah. So I found I keep finding weird history facts, and this one has I just came up with to me. But uh, in the year 1738, there was a society. Okay, Fetty. (laughs) Sorry. 1738. Literally, though, like as soon as you said that, I just in my head, I went. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Covered nine. Uh, uh, 1738. But there was a parasonic, paramasonic society called the Order of the Pug, founded by Roman Catholics in 1738, uh, by a guy called Clemens August of Bavaria. Something wrong with him. Uh, Original furry. To bypass the crown's uh, papal bull uh, in Bavaria, uh, it was al- it allowed women to become members. As long as they were Catholic, the pug was the chosen chosen symbol of loyalty, trustworthiness, and steadiness. Now that's all cool and all. What about this is 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 weird and all that stuff? Well, it's the initiation ritual that <laughs> I, I mean. Talk. Besides the fucking name, <laughs> like, the, like the literally the pug, yeah. the order of the pug, and I was like original furries. That's like the only way that I can describe so, this. Specifically, the ones that got kicked out of that hotel. So, oh God, no. <laughs> you know which ones I'm talking about. <laughs> Initiation ritual. That, so th- that if you don't know what that is, just type in what was it called? The Rain Forest is what I think it was called. I don't and, fucking and, know, or, dude. Or, or it was it was it was, it was one furry, of the, like furry it, con. It was something hotel and then plastic wrap. It was, they went to a Hilton hotel. That I don't want to get into that story. It's disgusting. It is disgusting. Um, Just look it up. Uh, fur, furries I, uh, hotel I, and plastic wrap. I really think it's like something 2017 or 2016. Anyways, Super the fun. initiation ritual is what I want to talk about before the order of the pug. This is what's interesting. So it made you cut your the tail novices off. were initiated by wearing a dog collar, and they had to scratch at the door to be admitted inside. Uh. Novices were blindfolded and led nine times around the, a carpet with symbols on it, while the pugs of the order bark loudly to test the steadiness of the newcomers. During the initiation, the novices also had a kiss, had to kiss a porcelain pug's backside under its tail as an expression of devotion to it. So they had to lick its butthole. Uh, to devotion to the order. Subsequently, the hand of the person asking for admittance uh, to the order was placed by the master on a rapier in the case of a man. Wait, what? Oh, and on a mirror in the case of a woman with a vow, with a vow being demanded. Finally, the initiate was asked to see the light. This is in quotations by, by the way. See the light whereupon the blindfold was removed. The members of the order would stand around the initiated the circle and say, Nightmare, nightmare, nightmare. No, that's not what they said. Um, Holding out a rapier or a mirror in one hand and a pug in the other. At the end of the uh, Rococo period, the initiate also had to undergo a ceremonial presentation of hand signals and slogans. They also carried a pug medallion made of silver. So this is in Italy? This was... Like Baroque? Bavaria. Germany. 
like around German German area. Well, you said like Rococo period. Well, it was it, like it's at the end of the Rococo period is what it says. Oh, okay. It, it okay. Says, they, but in 1745, the secrets of the order were exposed in a book book published in Amsterdam with the title. I'm not reading this. Um, <laughs> with the title all in Italian. It's it's in or French. In it's in, in French. very, very, very go. long French. And there's like S'il vous plaît. de Frank Macon the secret de Revela. I don't give a crap. Because I can't I can't speak that language. Oh Which included a you ritual sound like that guy who was playing the ferry driver from Scooby Doo. <laughs> 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 Jacques. Yeah. Fucking Jacques. Oh, um, but yeah, no, no, this, this was a real thing. It seems like, <laughs> it doesn't really seem like they really did anything. Oh, the people who were the lodge masters called themselves grand pugs. <laughs> they were like KKK, look out, the grand pugs are on the way. The lodge grandmaster was always Not male. the grand wizard, all right? We're talking about the grand pug yeah so that's your that's just your that's your weird history your actual real weird history fact um uh, look into look into cults of the past guys like I people worship like, a lot of weird shit no you should really look into some of those it's cur- like a cults. secret society like i was situation. talking about like cult of the virgin like that uh, was a yeah. big thing um yeah like saying virgin mary like the next the next one i want to talk about not on this podcast but like the next one i want to talk about if anybody's heard of that because i had to just I had to I had to refresh or not refresh. I had to explain what uh, the Boston molasses disaster was to Jasmine. Yeah, I didn't know what the fuck that was. <laughs> like, and I was like the Boston Tea Party, the Montgomery Sweet Tea Party, <laughs> and then he's like, no, the molasses one. I was like, what the fuck are you talking about, dude? The, I didn't know nothing about no goddamn molasses. So I won't go over it, but like if you look into that, it's it's horrifying. Like that one actually, like if you were a part of that situation, twenty-five million gallons of molasses. I don't know how I'd in feel the bay. about that. Not in that, the bay. The, the, the poor ecosystem of that bay. What if it was the same one? I don't know, man. From Boston. Do you know how funny that would be? Uh, Do you know how funny that would be? I'd be like, two times this year we've had brown water. What the <laughs> fuck? Like, you know what I mean? Like, all the fish are like, yo, it's sweet in here. Like, you know they're what just I mean? Extra, like, they're extra plump and big. Something. Something, dude. Everything that you pulled out of the water just tastes like black tea. They got a sweeter taste to them. Uh, here's my black tea fish. <laughs> Disgusting. Oh, gross. My molasses turtle soup. All right, so <laughs> I think we're done with that. We have news to talk My about. My sweet crawl we were, legs. We were talking about how we watch sci-fi films. Well, this is actually from a real. This is like real life sci-fi. This is a real happening. sci-fi film, uh, and by real sci-fi film, I mean like something that really happens. So we have four forces of nature. I think. What would you call it? like? Okay, hold on. Let me look at the forces of nature. Was is it like fire, water, earth, air? Because like I don't think that's right. Those are yo, like the yo, elements. Uh, so electromagnetism, uh, nuclear, uh, this gravity. Is a show, this is a Showtime show. What? Forces of nature. <laughs> that's not <laughs> what I'm trying to find. <laughs> no, no. Like Gravitational the, force, what? electromagnetic that's force, strong saying. nuclear and weak nuclear. Yeah. But they think they found a fifth one. Yes, uh, and it's a, involving qu- quarks and leptons. Quarks I've heard of because quarks I'm, are I'm in, big fan of watching astrophysicists. Uh, you know, like, Neil deGrasse Tyson, he talks about quarks a lot. Quarks is like what you would find inside an atom. 
Is, yeah. It's essentially like if you wanted to cut an atom in half, which you shouldn't. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Oppenheimer. <laughs> Uh, but if you did, you would find quarks inside. Yeah, uh, not just protons, neutrons, and electrons, but something smaller than that. Yeah. Uh, something quarks. something stronger than that is quarks and leptons. Mm-hmm. So, um, back in 2021, scientists from the U.S. Department of Energy's Fermi National Laboratory announced that they had found evidence of particles behaving in a manner that defied the predictions made in st- in the standard model. Uh, because over the last couple of years, we've been, uh, talking about, uh, how they're making these, uh, colliders, you know, they keep making all these colliders. They're trying to find we the wanna, God. We want to like throw atoms at supersonic speeds at each at other, each other and happens. then see what happens pretty much. Literally. That's exactly <laughs> we, what they're doing. We want to create small bombs just to see what happens this time on a much more, uh, compo- a composited scale instead of being like the Sar Bomba. Yeah, so the discovery focused on an incredibly unstable subatomic particle called muons, uh, which have a mass the equivalent to 200 times that of an electron, yet lasts just 2.2 millionths of a second. So they are quick to appear and quick to disappear. Each of these particles play a host to the internal magnet, which causes it to wobble in the presence of a strong magnetic field. The speed of the wobble is described by a characteristic called a magnetic moment which is described using the letter G. Hyphenated. Yes. Not hyphenated, uh, size. Uh, the forces detailed in the standard model dictate that the muon should wobble to the value of G2. Hence the name of the Fermi experiment, muon G2. Oh, damn. They like Gatorade that much. I know, right? They were like, yo, that flavor, like that specific, I need that the not blue. leaded blue. You know what I mean? <laughs> Less sugar blue. But uh, so now Fermi scientists have released their findings for the second and third year of the experiment because we definitely have covered the Hadron Collider uh, experiments. Uh, I definitely remember doing that. Um, And they're trying to strengthen their initial results. The latest round took into account the equivalent of four times the data that was analyzed in the first release. Uh, the scientists combined this larger data set with the improvements made to the experiment, such as the muon beam, to significantly reduce its systematic uncertainties, making it more than twice as precise as the 2021 experiment. So they have, they have refined particles into a beam, which allows them to experiment better, essentially. Yeah. And it's producing way more than what they thought it was going to. Um, so the... Under they have updated their predictions as the muon G2's value according to the standard model um, and setting up what it, they describe as a showdown between experiment and theory 20 years in the making, literally. Mm. So that's exciting. Like we're probably really close to introducing a new part uh, to your science class. We're opening up wormholes and then aliens are going to step through and the be physical like, what up? Class. You finally passed our test. You can join us in the great cosmic civilization. You and that, can join us in and, the great and, beyond. And then, and then that's where my theory, the dark box theory, comes in, where they open up the walls of the dark box, which is, if you don't know what my theory is, and I've talked about this before in the podcast, it's where everything inside our, of our observable universe is inside what I call a dark prison or a box that outside the aliens have put us in because we are not advanced enough for their civilization yet. We haven't quite risen 
we haven't matured. It sounds crack spot shit. It sounds like something that you would come up with if you took like three doses of DMT. But it's true. Like, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like, some things can only be explained that way. Speaking of things that can only be explained, Harrison Ford is getting a snake after name. I love this. I love this so much. Like, after all these years, Harrison Ford has played Indiana Jones. Nobody has named a fucking snake after this man. Okay? So, finally, we got a new snake. New snake just dropped. New snake just dropped. (laughs) Uh, And he's pale, yellowish brown with uh, scattered black splotches. And he was discovered by researchers in the Andes Mountains in Peru. And has been named the Tachymonoides Harrison Ford. Tachymonoides. That's what it says. (laughs) I know, but the way you said uh, Minoides. Tacky Minoides. I'm, I'm looking at the snake right now. So this is actually looking yeah, yeah, yeah. pretty cool. They don't have a picture of it. Huh. But I found it. So, yeah. Kind of looks like a diamondback. Uh-huh. Fun. I wonder if he's poisonous. I wonder if... if it, it has a vertical it's streak Ford's over its familiar. copper-colored eyes. Um, it typically measures around 16 inches long. Spots a bl- uh, Sports a black belly. And, uh, yeah, no, that's, oh, that's really he also, awesome. He also inspired the naming of an ant, uh, the Fodole the Harrison 40, and also a spider, the uh, Calponia Harrison 40, which I did not know that he had. Harrison Ford just has a lot of animals named after him, bro. That's, yeah, that's, that's, that sounds so Creepy cool. crawlies, mostly, you know what I mean? Like, uh-huh. what the fuck? We're gonna name our grasshoppers after Harrison so Ford. The, We're the gonna name Fidoli our Harrison Ford is an ant that's found in the Americans, such as uh, Belize, Colombia, Southern Mexico, Panama. It's a wet uh, climate uh, ant. The warm Americas. Caliponia Harrison Forty. <laughs> the, 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 the warm Americas is like a small red spider. <laughs> that's actually really interesting. That was my attempt at. Uh commentary i wasn't i wasn't i i i'm in the warm americas the warm jeez yeah that's what i that's what i was going with like there but my brain it just kind of came so, out so yeah no that's cool i mean like getting getting animals named it so he has three animal three creatures named after him i wonder if he owns them i don't know speaking of things that are crazy and happening so there's been a big rumor mill about the people that are going to show up in deadpool as cameos by the way deadpool has officially been delayed as of right now indefinitely because it has been taken off of the marvel schedule list because of the strikes that are happening Good. Uh, so everything should be taken off of there until yeah. they fucking come to a financial decision to invest money into the people that make their shows. Yeah, we're going to talk about the VFX artists and what their plan is after this. So the rumors for this list of cameos is fucking wild. Uh, some of them I can believe. Some of them are definitely, definitely out there. But before all of that, I want to talk about the ones that are actually being confirmed. Jennifer Gardner as Elektra will be coming back into the movie. And James Marsden may be returning to play Cyclops. It also I has... Think James Marsden's an attractive man, too. He is a good-looking dude. You remember Death in the Funeral when he took all those drugs and then took his clothes <laughs> off and got on the roof? <laughs> that was a great scene. That was a great fucking <laughs> scene, dude. Like... Uh, God. Uh, Deadpool 3 will feature more than two variants of Ryan Reynolds' Deadpool and two variants of Hugh Jackman's Wolverine. So those have both conf- been confirmed. Uh, and, and stuff like that. Well, uh, yeah, X-23 <clears throat> is definitely going to be one of the variants. Yeah. So here's here's the thing. 
So here's here's the ones that have come out as rumors. Brian Cox is William Stryker. All right. Halle Berry coming back as Storm. That would be cool to see. Is that the original guy who played William Stryker? Brian Cox, no, I don't think so. I thought that guy died. But Brian Cox, if you don't know, that name is very well known. Well, the name, the, the, the actor, here, I'll just show you a f picture of his fucking face. Like, I feel like you've seen him at least in something. Yeah, i definitely seen him in something, but did he, uh, he, he probably did play the original. I, he was I, way younger in 2000 when the fucking Oh, yeah, out, for sure. I, mean? I don't know, but the most recent thing that I know him from is, is the show Succession. Uh, he plays. He was in Succession. Yeah, he plays a dad. X two. So he was. He probably more than likely was. That's William what I'm Stryker. saying. He was William Stryker. Uh, Halle Berry as Storm. Owen Wilson coming back and playing Morbius. Fomke Jumps. God, I can't. Fomke Janssen. Yeah, there you go. Jean Grey coming back and playing that. Louis Tan as Shatterstar, which Louis Tan, I'm pretty sure, is the guy that played Shatterstar from the second Deadpool film. Um. Yeah, no, this is the dude. Really? <laughs> yeah. Channing Tatum has Gambit, which I did want to talk about, because there is a dude, rumor there, there that were... Channing Tatum's comic accurate Gambit is going to show up. He definitely played his Gambit in a movie, didn't he? No, but they had a movie that was kind of come out at some point before the Fox and Disney Maybe merger. Maybe I just remember that... like all of the uh, all the Photoshopped versions. There was a bunch want... of Photoshopped versions. That's what I'm saying. Like, because there was talks of him getting his own film, and it was such a weird casting choice to make him Gambit. It, which Gambit is is a person from the Bayou, and I and I don't see Channing Tatum. My name is Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> uh, ben Affleck as Daredevil coming back again. Taylor Swift as Dazzler. That's the one new recent one that I saw, which is going to be interesting. If that I knew you as a, as a cameo, I could see that working because Dazzler is like a superstar mutant who has the abilities to cause light and, like, reflect refraction, so, like, sparkles and stuff the fuck with her fans. Her and Eros should date. <laughs> Taron Egerton as a different Wolverine. That'd be cool to see. Can he come in as Elton John? <laughs> yes. Can so, we add, can we make Elton John canon in the MCU, please? Elizabeth Olsen as Wanda Maximoff. I could see that happening. Tara Strong as Miss Minutes. I think that's been talked about quite a bit, so that might actually Miss be true. Minutes. Um, I think she's a character that can control time. Uh, Tom Hilston as Loki. Uh, so you have Loki also, the show of Loki crossing over. Daphne King, who played Laura Howitt, aka X23 from Logan, is going to show up as X23. There you go. Uh, Rebecca There's Ro one of the variants for you. Yep. Rebecca Romian as Raven. Julian McMahon as Doctor Doom. I think Julian McMahon was the guy who played Doc Doom in... The fan four stick, I think. What's his name? Julian McMahon. No, it's not. It's Julian not. McMahon is the original Victor Von Doom from the original ones. Okay. Yeah. Jesus. I was like, he's not from fan four stick. No, like, no, no. no that, what is that, his name? What is that guy's name? The short dude. Yeah. Like, the white dude. I don't fucking know. Uh, you have also Patrick Stewart and Ian McKellen Mc Ian coming back and reprising the roles as. Charles Xavier. Oh god, and I can't wait Magneto. to hear Deadpool if, like rip into fucking Charles like so <laughs> bad. You know what I mean? Like just rip into him. That and then all of a sudden Charles just like takes over his mind and like sends him into crippling pain, you know what I mean? Even though he can't feel anything, uh, but he can make him feel like he's feeling something because of like cerebro and his fucking so, excessive powers. Yeah, so this this whole thing about the people that have been cast I can see some of them showing up. I don't know if 
all of them were gonna show up because I don't know. I do. I don't think I could see. I really don't see Ben Affleck maybe showing up. Maybe, maybe since since they have Electra in it. But we're right. gonna be waiting, maybe for a while because of the strikes and stuff going on. The next thing I was gonna talk about is is the Channing Tatum cameo but i already wrote that in but what i want to talk about now is the reasons why everything is getting pushed back and also another reason why marvel movies <laughs> as a whole are probably not going to be happening for for probably another year or so sorry i just had a flashback to last night when we looked up the english cast list for bling god <laughs> we're gonna have so i will Quick, quick sidebar. There's a movie on Jasmine's Google Play Store or or YouTube Store now that she bought. She yeah, my library. She didn't like buy. She did it. not buy this film, by the way. It's a film called Bling. It's a South Korean film. Uh, so one of her friend's uh, brothers uh, bought it. He and, bought it on my account because I left it signed in over at their house. And uh, this movie is very strange story-wise. Let's just read it. Um, it's fucking cringe just to hear, honestly, let alone watch. I don't want, I have zero interest we're in gonna watch this as a trash talk. I know, but I'm just saying I have zero interest in the Lowly exact same way that park I had me- no interest in Christmas in New York. Like this is the same. Lowly vibe. theme park mechanics. Dream, Sam dreams about his childhood. Sweet tart Sue, which with, with the mistake belief Sue. that the only that only a bling ring can win her over. The Sam plans bling ring, uh... the perfect night to propose her. However, Oscar, a supervillain, ruins Sam plans. Where does the super? So 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 and and then if you want to read, why the... is he a supervillain? If you want to read this cast, it's so fucking wild. Dude, the cast is fucking wild. Like I couldn't believe it as you started listing them off, and then you turned the IMDb pages around, and I was just like, wait, I know every single one of these fucking people on this list. So, that was insane. Like that the, was a crazy feeling. Is this the feeling. film you're talking about, Shark Bait? Is this the film you're talking about that that was badly animated? The is, Reef. Is that the one? The Reef. The Reef is one hundred percent. That's the okay, name so of the movie. So this is this is the one. Okay. That is the name of that awful, okay, so I found, awful. I found it. You should watch. You can watch parts of it on YouTube, dude. You should just like click on it for like two mm. seconds and watch like two minutes of the reef 30 seconds of the reef and you'll understand what i was talking about like you thought madagascar was bad when it came to geometric shapes like this is a newer movie than madagascar because madagascar came out in like 2005 Eight. 2008 i don't know i think 2008 I'm i thought it came out in 2005. 2005 god damn why am i so off <clears throat> 2008 was the second one yeah when did the reef come out 2016. Uh, if I type in the reef, it's gonna give me up oh, the reef shark bait. 2006. 2006? Yeah, says so. <laughs> oh, oh well, I they guess I can't hate on it that bad. But, but but here's here's the thing. You got Rob Schneider, Freddie Prince Jr., Andy Dick. You got this such an awesome cast of people just in this film. The Might only well one, that, the only Justin one I, the, Long and fucking the only Kevin one I feel Spacey bad, the only in. one I really feel bad for is probably Freddie Prince Jr. He didn't deserve. Yeah, he did not ones. deserve that. <laughs> I said you might as well hire Kevin Spacey and fucking Bill they Cosby. They made a sequel, right? by the way. For the reef. Yeah. They came made out, a sequel, or they need came a out and made a sequel. It came out oh. in 2012. Rob okay. Schneider is back. The person that replaces the character that Freddie Prince Jr. played. Uh, oh, Andy Dick is also back. Um, Drake, of course, Drake, Andy Dick Drake, is back. He has Drake, nothing better to do. Drake, Literally nothing better to do. I'm Drake sorry for Bell replaced the character that uh, he did Freddie, not. Yes, he did. 
I never thought that I'd take all the kids with me. <laughs> this I looks found so... a way. Okay. I found a so, way. So getting away. So it's talking about bad VFX and all that <laughs> stuff. Recently, Marvel stuff that has come out. Not all of it, but some of it has had some bad VFX put Some of it, it definitely has. A lot of it hasn't. I've been enjoying some of the stuff that they've been putting out as of late. Uh, I have not watched, you know, Secret Invasion. Secret Invasion. Uh, that I, got really I, bad scores. I, I heard. Well, no, it had good scores at first, but then it's the story started getting away. I watched the next two, three episodes, and it started getting away real quick. Uh, really? Yeah. Like, got, the good episode was a good hook? The first then... episode was a really good hook into, like, oh, you have these these peop- these these villains and stuff, like, this, this secret society of aliens and stuff that are hiding behind it. But then it devolves into, like, it doesn't devolve into a war anymore. There's no war. It just, it's stupid. It gets away from that, it gets away from the whole war theme really fucking quick. And yeah. changes into something dumber. Um, but like no. Cold War shit, like behind this hard-boiled spy novel shit, or like, what are we talking? So I don't know. Well, but, don't ruin it. Don't ruin yeah. it. We could talk after. Marvel this. Studios VFX employees are filing unionization paperwork uh, with uh, the National Labor Relations Board. Uh, they've been chosen to represent, be represented by IATSE, uh, which. I need to look up who that is. I-A-T-S-E. Um, what the heck is this? Uh, what does it stand for? International Alliance of Theatrical Stage Employees. Got it. Okay. Okay. There's a whole union for that. Uh, positions such as production designers slash art directors, camera operators, sound editors, hair and makeup artists, costume and wardrobe, script supervisor, grips, lighting props, and painters have long have been represented by this comp- by this organization and film and television, but workers in VFX classification historically have not. And now they're looking to add them into it. Um, <clears throat> and I think this is smart uh, because VFX artists are like, basically now in the forefront on almost every single big budget film they are in the forefront of every single budget film because i don't care what film has come out recently there's definitely some sort of touching up there's definitely Mm -hmm. some sort of filter there's definitely some sort of color correction you know what i mean like it's so stupid that you take these people for granted you know they've been denied the same productions and benefits from their co-workers and crewmates for half a century uh, and now it's a s- historic first step for the VFX artists, which is great. Uh, Jesus, these and is, this is also in a pivotal moment because you also have the SAG AFRA strikes also happening, and those probably aren't going to end for a while until this. And a so this months, is probably. this is this is gonna this is adding into that. So all these people who are working in this industry, and yeah, I might be one that would like to go into it at some point. As the thing is, is that you want to be treated like with like the respect. And yeah, some of the stuff that has come out hasn't been great. It's all been pretty much oh, uh, like the next per- the next person we're gonna talk about has called uh, stuff from Hollywood garbage. But the thing is that there's still good things being made. Oh yeah, yeah, it's, but they're just way few and far between because rarely does the production company care about what film that they're actually fucking putting out. But that that's that's the thing, it's a cycle. So the production company doesn't really care. They don't put in as invest much money and into the people that are working on it. So then the people working on it don't put in and, and invest as much
much time that they want into it because they're not getting treated the way they feel like they should. Right. It's just a cycle that's continually going to happen and it's going to push out the same bad stuff that we keep seeing until stuff gets situated. It's true. And the next, like next year's movies are all fucked. Yeah. Every single one of them. Yeah. I'm surprised if anything gets put out on time. Uh, it's gonna period. it's gonna shift everybody's focus to the to the politics side of things though, which I'm, wor- that, which I'm worried about. That. Shifting focus uh, off of something completely off the bat, but I got a text message today from i3, mm-hmm. and they will be in my neighborhood within the next month. We already pre-ordered it, and I think we're getting like what if, what if it turns into like an await further instructions like scenario? Two gigs down, eight gigs is like their cap. So we could get the eight gig plan, but I don't want to pay a hundred bucks. Do like you remember I am. that movie though? Yeah, okay. I, I I love Await Further Instructions. Okay, cool. That was a really good one. Uh-huh. I liked uh, the Hunger. Uh-huh. <laughs> um. So yeah, you have that. But I was talking about how a person in Hollywood who is part of Hollywood slams the, that some stuff that has come out of Hollywood has been garbage. That is Zachary Levy. Of Shazam fame, and more yeah. than just that, Chuck fame too. Um, <clears throat> yeah, he said, I personally feel like the amount of content that comes out of Hollywood uh, that is garbage, like uh, they, they they don't care enough to actually make it great for you guys. They don't. They don't. Um, he criticized certain movies' inability to live up to their hype. How many times do you watch a trailer and go, "Oh my god, this looks so cool"? Then you go to the movie and it's like, "This was what I get." Uh, they know that once you bought the ticket and you're in the seat, they've got your money. And the only way for us to change any of it is to not go to that garbage. We have to actively not choose the garbage. It'll help. It'll help a lot. Um, so this is on the you know coattails of the fact that Shazam 2 failed to bring in audiences upon its March release with mediocre critical perception and only income. earning $133 million worldwide. So he, he says, listen, as as I've been a part of things and as much as I wish that they were good, I know that they're OK and I know that they missed a lot. I'm not saying Shazam Fear of the Gods is some perfect Orson Welles masterpiece, but he in his eyes, it's a good movie. Um, I thought it was OK. Yeah. Like, I didn't dislike it out outward. Still you know ha- what I mean? You know, out of, I just think it was a step down from the previous movie. Yeah, yeah that's fine. I get it. I still haven't seen it. I have four days before I, before my max cancels, and so I can watch it in that time. Um, yeah. Um, no. So I, I I can understand his take. Like, it's become more about pushing the quantity rather than the quality of stuff. Right. Although we're getting away from that, and we're seeing quality kind of come out and dip. Like it sometimes happens, but like like there's some studios that are doing a really good job with like pushing out. Hey. We want the 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 directors and the produ- and the people the small producers to have more say in it and the writers as well rather than the big companies and that's like and one I think of of course God forbid is A twenty four they're really good at doing that um, yeah like everything that A twenty four puts out I feel like it's something from somebody's pit of their mind you yeah. know what I mean like which I love you know it feels like hand touched and not. Mm like possibly ai generated story because like when i feel like a story could have been ge- generated by ai like i'm i'm just like well we have so uh c but uh a doesn't uh add up with b you yeah, know what i mean like it's just it's 
crazy. It's, I just think that in for the scope right now, yeah, the next year is probably not going to have the best movies come out. Uh, the most amount of movies, hell no, they're going to be dropping a bit. Um, but I think with all this stuff that's happening, I think it will bring a new, better environment for Better! <laughs> Sorry. A new, better environment for uh, workers and, and behind the scenes and stuff like that. Uh, which overall will make it better for them mentally to work on their projects. And also make the quality of their stuff hopefully get better in that process too. Because they're getting treated right. Um, so, yeah. Uh, speaking of getting treated like garbage though, Disney Plus is joining the ranks of Netflix in the crackdown of I password sharing. I hate this so Woo! much. And they're announcing that they're raising rates. We're uh, raising th- rates and we're preventing you from sharing your password. So they're doing cra- they're doing password crackdown and this is the reason stem of heavy financial losses. Yeah, heavy financial losses <laughs> because nobody wants to fucking pay for shitty streaming services that don't have anything that they want to watch you know what and i mean like keep, and if which di- is crazy to say because disney is such a big fucking company if but disney like, keeps putting out bad content then people aren't gonna pay for it that's what i'm saying like uh they're actively exploring ways to address account sharing and the best options for paying subscribers to share their accounts with family and friends <sighs> the best way to do that is to leave them alone so what they're doing is they're going to move a limit password sharing earlier this year. Streamer announced that it has increased revenue and new assignments were exceeded expectations. So starting October 12th, premium will rise from $10.99 to $13 per month, while Hulu Ooh. will rise from $14.99 to $17.99 per month. Uh, and this is the second price increase in less than a year. I know, I know. Like, um, you know, with Max, like at the beginning, like uh, HBO Max, when it was that, uh-huh. like they guaranteed they're all like there will be no price hikes for two years. And the moment that that two years hit, dude, like whew, they were just like, yeah, we're going to we're going to raise the prices. Oh, yeah. We're bringing in uh, HGTV and DIY and TLC and, TLC and the Food Network and uh, wanna, all of these. You want to watch 600 pound life? You want to watch 1000 pound uh, people, we got that for you. You want to watch disgusting. My Strange Addiction 2.0? Yeah. Like, I'm fat, but, like, that's disgusting. You, you want to you wanna watch, uh, 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 you know, actually, I was watching, this is another show that I didn't even recommend, River Monsters. I was, I've been re- River, Monsters River Monsters is a great River series. Monsters like, is a great series. As soon as you told me that you were watching it, I was like, hell yeah. Jeremy yes, Wade is a expert angler. And he has caught pretty much. He's a scary fish man. He, he is a scary fish man. Dude has, dude has nerves of steel to go go up against creatures like this in 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 their environment. Might I add that are twice his size. Yeah. It so. Yeah. No, I At gotta least get sometimes. You know what I mean? Like sometimes he catches fish that are bigger, like doubled his size uh-huh. of his body. Like I've seen him catch. Uh, what was it like an albino catfish or something uh, over in uh like china or japan where they were uh making rice yeah and like their flooded out fields had a shit ton of these giant like over six foot long like albino catfish they have a lot the china has big big creatures congo has giant creatures which is crazy to me so getting just one more thing but jeremy wade going in and Go, saying, hey, I'm going to go to the Congo and fish in the most dangerous spot imaginable. Going against hippos, 
crocodiles, mosquitoes with malaria. Hippos are the most dangerous <clears throat> creature in the world. Uh, not only that, but he's going against human rights violations down there and an active war. And he's saying, I'm going to go catch a Nile perch that's six feet long. That's no crazy. No biggie. <clears throat> yeah. Like, like, it's crazy. like one of the episodes I recently watched was there, when he went down there and the chief's brother disappeared during the same time that he he visited and the people the village apparently he heard that they were that he said they they were going to blame him for the death and then they were going to stone him to death if the brother did not return. Oh god. The dude the dude is crazy, but I have a lot of respect for him for the the work that he does. It's 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 insane. That's like me watching Micro on Dirty Jobs. Oh my god! <laughs> for real though, dude. You know dude I mean? also has insane respect for going in and and tackling. Hey, these are the jobs that people. These are the jobs that you don't want to deal with. So these people deal with it. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, speaking of those kind of TV uh, stuff, though, since those ones are on like traditional TV, what? Uh, the viewership for traditional TV, though, has fallen below 50% Dude, for the first time. Like, I, that's the millennial curse, you know what I mean? Like, I, uh, I don't know what else to say about that. Like, it, it was reported by The Hollywood Reporter. Uh, so, Nielsen, you'll see a bunch of, um, you know, factual stuff put out mm -hmm. by them. Uh, and they revealed the broadcast network scored just 20% of overall viewership, while cable scored 296 Meaning linear TV came in at 49.6 overall. Like, no. which it's just dwindling, dwindling, dwindling. Like, when I was a kid, it was 100% TV. You know so, what I mean? Keep in mind that, like, if we're talking cable TV, you're talking, like, box sets and stuff like that. And then also, like, the traditional sense, like, oh, Charter and AT&T and you have satellite TV and stuff. But now you have streaming services and one of them, which my parents now use for their cable service, YouTube TV. It's all online. It's streaming everything and every, it all, all the time. It's not, it's like its own cable service, except it's streaming through the Internet. Uh, instead of through like a satellite or a cable system. So th that's taking away from the traditional TV sense. That's what I use to watch River Monsters on my stuff. Right. Yeah. Uh, for Because that's probably where I will only be able to find it. Um, <clears throat> but like it was a bound to happen because you have services like that and also the streaming services like Netflix, Hulu, Max, Disney Plus, and then you also have the free ones as well, with all the free stuff. Tubi, the free stuff. Tubi, Roku, Roku uh, Pl uh, Pluto TV. What was it? Not what's Pluto. It? What's another one? Don't do Pluto like the Pluto Net. Uh, Freevee. I don't think that one exists anymore. Um, yeah, I don't know. Some of them Crackle, shut down. Crackle, too. Crackle, is Crackle one does one exist. But yeah, you have those stuff. So you have a v v wide, vast variety of options. So. And these Even days, YouTube offers the, stuff. These days, people want to watch, choose, and watch, watch what they want to watch, rather than have the TV choose for them. True. And and that's where traditional TV doesn't come in handy as often anymore. And that's like the difference with YouTube. Bro, when I was a kid and I wanted to watch Treasure Planet at 2 a.m., I wanted to watch Treasure Planet at 2 a.m. Okay, mm -hmm. like I didn't want to, I didn't want to wait until the I next day. I didn't want to wake up and see George Lopez on the screen. No. <laughs> you just you just wake up and it's it's just the the opening wah, for some wah, reason wah, 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 wah. you don't know wah, why wah, your tv wah, wah, wah. has turned on george lopez you don't know why but that it's dude on. Is screaming about the slap chop 
You know what I mean? <laughs> like, you just zone out. Uh-huh. Animal crackers in my soup. Jeez. <laughs> zoo, zoo, zoop. Stop. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Literally, though. Uh, so, yeah, no, TV viewership. So, like, like, and this is the thing. YouTube TV does different. You have the moon stuff. Moon shoes. You, <laughs> you fucking remember uh-huh. moon shoes? I do. Those dude. were dangerous. Those were dangerous. Those were like, dangerous. It's like, hey, kid. Like, it, it's like if you want to bounce on trampolines. If Cat in the Hat designed a toy, you, that's what it is. You want to like, bounce on trampolines on your feet like and potentially ass. get impaled by some springs that in ass. your ankles? Through your ankle. Uh, no. That is some Cat in the Hat shit. Like, you can't tell me it's not. It is. So what was i talking about traditional tv so youtube tv does a different where you have the regular basic stuff that's live on television but then you have the full list of everything on demand and all the stuff that has been pre-recorded and all that stuff that's where that's different i guess K- cable did have on demand stuff but not as in depth as as what they have now right uh so that's why it's kind of dying because you just have more options and it's cheaper it's like hella cheaper. Like cable boxes are still like what a hundred dollars? Well, not anymore. Oh uh, well, y- yeah, no, really, like, because uh, you're gonna rent their equipment out, you know, for five to ten bucks a month, on top of you paying your bill, because they force you to get the equipment. You average know what I mean? cost twenty sixteen. No, this is twenty sixteen. I want it like now. Uh, they'll say like two hundred dollars a year at least, or something like that. For, for just cable, which is like a like, hey, we're gonna choose and pick and choose what what channels you get, and that you don't get to say, right? Yeah, which instead streaming gives you, hey, you do get to pick and choose, although it is a limited quantity, you still get to kind of choose what you want to do. See? Not kind of, you get to completely choose yeah. because beforehand you just had what was coming on different channels mm-hmm. at the same time. All right, so the last thing before we go break time, uh, we have one more thing, and this is a uh interesting take of a series as it feels like it could have become a series at some point but it just hasn't until now and that is 13 ghosts uh is getting a series adaptation uh of course we're probably gonna series is my 13th reason (laughs) 13 13 reasons why crossover with 13 ghosts that's a bad that's a bad idea that's a bad idea i re- I, re- I, re- I recant that did you that see like how I fast i just licked r- directly at you like unsay 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 like <laughs> I, oh no. I, no so this is gonna be she's like i thought i died <laughs> she she's she's the 13th ghost she is the 13th ghost this dude. is bad okay no um so 13 reasons for 13 ghosts baby you're getting an adaptation of the horror from 13 ghosts it's going to actually be a original remake a, a, re, a remake of the original 1960 yes. version not the one from 2001 even though uh, it should be <clears throat> so love to see that. each each episode is probably going to pertain to the ghost backstory uh, the pitch of the series will consist of 13 episodes with an anthology style that dives into different ghosts for each episode. Right. Um, yeah. No, basically that's what it is. Um, I think this is a fantastic idea. This would work perfectly, but you also have to keep in mind, make the ghost's backstory actually inter- entertaining. 
uh, and fit into the narrative of what happened. For sure, to don't just don't just move it around to you know make it fit. Like make what's already established uh-huh. work into the narrative, please. I want to know why these ghosts look the way they do, and also I want to know like what led them to the point of like death and stuff like that. Like, and not only that, but like how they were before they died like what kind of person they were why are they vengeful why are they ven- vengeful in their own way they had to die some gruesome they were fucking definitely way to be... murdered like yeah. if you <laughs> like you could take one look at them and tell and tell that they were murdered uh-huh. for real for you real. know did you know that uh i told you this upstairs but scooby-doo had a crossover with 13 ghosts uh which is crazy to even think about but not only that but it had a second crossover uh uh, call, uh, for 13 ghosts called the curse of the 13 yeah so there's one called the 13 ghosts of scooby-doo which was an actual one season one-off of it but they they never finished it because they never got to catch the 13 ghost then <laughs> then in what, what is what it what year was that uh this was 1985 80. yeah uh and the 13th ghost came out which is the next one came out in 2019 as as to finish up and wrap up the whole story but as a whole they did like overall keep the same vibe and people said that it really worked well with how the whole thing you can just use fred wilkes ai now oh my god (laughs) i'm just saying frank welkers or frank welkers i said fred wilkes frank welkers yes you know who i'm saying yeah but no, uh, that's pretty much 13 Ghosts in a nutshell. We have a lot of that going on. So when we get back, uh, we don't have any more movie news. We actually have a lot of uh, game news. Some of it is um, concerning. A little bit, a little <laughs> bit. But we will get there whenever we get back, guys. Thank you so much for listening. But please stick around after the break because we have so much more to give. Ah, there you are. Take this potion of healing and rest your weary feet, wanderer. You're halfway there. You are now fully rested. And we are back and here to talk to you about uh, back. The video game things and Beyond, the first thing up at Beyond the top Uncle back and uh tablenax and welcome to roblox uh the uncle back the tablenax i don't know to i don't know roblox. what i just said but we're gonna roll with it roblox we're gonna roblox roblox wants you to work at roblox but first you need to be interviewed for roblox inside roblox to work at roblox Jasmine showing me Roblox like I don't know what the fuck I'd call it like Sims like porn mod or something. I don't fucking know dude like but I saw it on Christian Moms Against TikTok like which is a fucking comedy group on Facebook and uh, I don't think this person was kidding though like genuinely they're all like my child is no longer playing Roblox after I found out that they have a Sims mod where you can just like simulate sexual activity with other people and I was just like (laughs) 
Bro, have you never seen Club Penguin? Roblox is is really is not good for for the the young adult mind. Uh, I know. I'm like Minecraft all day. Like so what private they, server. What they created is called the Roblox Career Center. It's an immersive experience where would-be candidates can drop in all uh, for information all about working for the company. Uh, this is done by the VP of Talent Acquisition. Promises to be a place where candidates can learn more about the complex technical challenges we are tackling and the innovation we are driving through immersive events, podcasts, and conversations with Roblox employees. Oh, Jesus. You got the there are places you can go and listen to clips of Roblox's podcast. Roblox podcast? I, I did not know they had a podcast. Um, it's just super funny that they have an online career There's also center. a curated selection of books and In other Roblox. reading materials. Variety of virtual immersive events. Ow. So if you want to join Roblox's team and work there, go to the Career Center. In Roblox. In Roblox. By the way, there's a video for Welcome. it. <clears throat> Welcome. An immersive experience where you can learn about Roblox on Roblox. You'll see what it's like to work here and how you can join us in shaping the future of human connection and... Okay, first off, I gotta, I gotta. Roblox speak. on Roblox. Dude, this looks like the metaverse, but with legs. Like they. Yeah, I, I know that. Like you couldn't tell by the the simulated uh video that I just showed did you. you. Did you have you you, you see? It? I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I, I clicked yeah, on it before. Looks like this looks like the metaverse, but except we've added legs this time. Um, the models don't look too terrible, but like overall, I just, it's weird. That's a, that's a strange. I mean, I get it. Like, you're trying to use, you're trying to get the people who want to work at your company to use the product that you're, you're, you're working on. Right. But it's also very, it's more, it's like future thought. Like, hey, we're going to do our interviews inside our own product. Right. <clears throat> so, yeah. Um, but uh, the controversial choices for aren't the only thing happening in the Roblox sector. We got to talk about Pokemon for a second. Um, there's a championship, the World Championships, being held in Hawaii. Uh, was supposed and, to be held in Hawaii. And it was supposed to be held, uh, but in Honolulu, but uh, uh, fire in Maui happened. Uh, big, big fire. Um, it's also it's wild that like people are saying that the fires were started by the government. Uh, I don't know about that, but like the Pokemon company followed it's just, the it's, announcement it's about strange. that uh, by, uh, by donating two hundred thousand dollars to the Hawaii Wild uh, Wildfire Relief Fund. Uh, in a statement announcing the donation, the company said, "Our hearts go out to all those who have been impacted by the devastating wildfires in Hawaii." Um, yeah, essentially. But and then they gave their uh, the location to donate uh, in the future. Should you uh, be interested in? Doing they said so, that so. There, there's others that uh, there the the influx of tourism that would bring, uh, which they say has disproportionately impacted Hawaii. Um, the Hawaii natives sent up mixed feelings about the. Uh, there are people right now who want to do right by Hawaii. Uh, people who are not interested are paying uh, attention before. I'm sanely grateful. Uh, tourism does not help natives, period. To give you an idea, there. Oh, I just got an ad from Meta for some stupid reason. They were listening. Um, to give you an idea, there is only one locally owned hotel on the entire island, 
Oahu, Oahu, I think is how you say it. There are 233 hotels on Oahu. Jesus. I know because I stayed there last week. Holy crap. Yeah, you seen the pictures of it? Well, not even that, but like 233 hotels on this place and only one of them is locally owned. Yeah. That's... It's just slowly being like gentr. It's super gentrification of their native homeland. You know what I mean? Like uh, these, like this person on Twitter said, if Pokemon does not put up a very real and serious effort to direct as much of their world traffic to native Hawaiians, you shouldn't go. Yeah. As a Japanese-owned company, Nintendo is aware that ten of the twelve Shinto shrines in the entirety of the U.S. are in Hawaii. Yeah. They understand what is sacred. Hmm. Like they, it's not like they don't understand. Like, I, it, like they, uh, it's going to be the same thing like the Olympics. You understand what I mean? Like, that amount of traffic. I think like, they should, they should, re- they, I agree with this person. They need to reconsider hosting it in Honolulu, which is hurt by a lot of tourism and gentrification and struggling with overcrowding, the, damage to the environment, high cost like of living. Like, I. I would like to go to Hawaii at some point, but my, I don't want to go there and feel like I'm killing it yeah yeah so it says this year hawaii has weighed a tourism fee uh which was described as worsening environmental damage fee Mm, great yeah so uh (sighs) it's it's a type of place that's hurt by a lot of tourism why don't they host it somewhere else like i don't know chicago or something somewhere that can handle a bunch of it's not as it's not as tropical one, it, yeah. Who cares about it being? Tropical? It doesn't. It doesn't represent one of one of one of the generations we had. Miami. Miami doesn't represent one of the tra- the places we had. Southern California. I think Southern California might have worked. Might work, because I think they did it after one of them. Yeah. Um. No, but uh, Hawaii's based on uh, is Alola, Aloha, Alola, Alola region is the one that's Hawaii is based, is, which is based on Hawaii. Um. Yeah, no. It's just crazy. <clears throat> Speaking of crazy, we talked about Embracer. We're back, we baby. Embracer. What are we you doing? We talked about Embracer. What are you doing, week? Embracer, baby? What are you doing? Yeah, uh, so last week we talked about their mysterious funding partner that fell out and uh, walked away from a $2 billion deal. They and- decided, they were like, yo, we want, we want, we want your money. Hey. Uh, and this is this is from this is embracing talking. Yo, we want we want your partnership and your money, and we'll give you money for that. Oh, cool, we'll like that, but we want more than just that. And then that's how the deal fell through. Yeah, uh, literally. <laughs> well, but at the same time, it was a Savvy Games Group, which is a Saudi Arabian government-funded company. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money, but it's a lot of dirty money too. At the same time, you know what I mean. Like, according to Axios, uh, Savvy was reportedly looking to get involved with game publishing with the Embracer Group in order to establish itself as a major gaming label, which makes sense. Uh, however, the report is unclear about why Savvy Games walked away from the deal. So, uh, they received verbal commitment in October 2022. Partnership would have given Embracer Group more than $2 billion in development revenue over a period of six years, but also, like... What is Embracer giving them in return? That's what I'm worried about. Uh, was also careful not to name who the partner, but now we know. 
Uh, and I'm getting, I can understand why they wouldn't name the partner. Uh, uh, yeah, because it's government sponsored, and it's also with a an with, attention with company a country, with a country we are not the best on terms I, with. With attention, I said attention company. Yeah. I'm an attention country. Campfire Cabal Studio tasked with taking over the expedition series was among those impacted. Crystal Dynamics, separate Perfect Dark and Tomb Raider projects, has been spared from the impacts. Oh Jesus. So Savvy Games is part of Saudi Arabia's Sovereign Wealth Fund, or the Public Investment Fund. Uh, last year, PIF, Public Investment Fund, invested in Nintendo and now owns 5% of the company. Wow. Uh, Saudi Arabia has invested in Take-Two Interactive and Electronic Arts as so well. So they're like, they're, they're putting their... They're, they're weaving because, their way into so American So you know what this culture. is? They're doing this because I, 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 I called it before the podcast. Their oil reserves and stuff that they base their money on, like the thing that they get the most amount like uh, for commission and cost and revenue and trading, that's drying up at some point. So they're staking their claim in other sectors that are much more profitable at the moment and will continue to be, which is gaming. Gaming is hugely profitable. And if they continue to do this, they're going to continue to keep profit going. So no wonder. Well, that, yeah, you never want to put all your eggs in one basket. But uh, at the same time, like it's a it's a public investment fund for an entire government. You know what I mean? Like that's crazy. Uh-huh. Like that they're getting involved in such deep level. Like imagine if if U.S.'s military black fund invested in Blizzard. Hmm. You know what I mean? Like just <laughs> it's just something crazy like that. Like USA Games just USA invests games. in Blizzard. <laughs> USA game. So what happens is USA game comes on, but it's like very in your face, big bold lettering. I was thinking American like, flag I was in the background. Like Hunger Games intro. I was like, uh, no, I was thinking like very bold in your face. It says it says shit. USA games, and then it, and then there's a girl saying, oh yeah, and then and then you have. You have American Eagle sound in the background with a like flying through or coming through like the words or something. It sounds like one of those and racing then, games that I played in the theater. And then you have the American National Anthem playing bass boosted over the whole thing. <laughs> While the American flag waves in the background. And right. that's USA Games. <clears throat> We're going to raise hail and praise Dale. <laughs> <laughs> Oh uh, man, um, yeah, no, I think it's crazy that that they're they're we're we're having big video game companies making acquisitions with government owned companies. That's crazy. <laughs> very, like these very... privately owned companies, and then all of a sudden we have just like this big major public fund coming in. Like, howdy, we mm. own five percent of Nintendo. Yeah. <laughs> like. Uh, that's gonna jump up. That's some Elon. That's some Elon Musk shit. That's you know what I mean? That's some shit Elon would do. We're gonna jump that up to twenty percent in the next ten years. We're gonna crash this whole system. And then we're gonna take over Nintendo in the next thirty. We're gonna put a one hundred foot bright white X on top of the building with no permits. And uh, shine, <laughs> shine lights into everybody's housing for the Ooh, next two days. I'm blinded <clears> by forever. the X. Um. Speaking of being blinded by the X, uh, <laughs> people who have bad behavior on Xbox will be blinded by the new system. I'm okay with aiming, this because like, it's aiming to curb bad behavior. Uh, yeah, it, dude, I'm gonna report that creep. Like, so, I could have been, I could have been an eight year old girl, the one who like hit me up and was just like, "Hey, you're cute," 
and then based it off of my Xbox avatar. Mm-hmm. And I was like, dude, that's disgusting. Like, what's wrong with you? Yeah. So <coughs> what they want to do Excuse is me. they're making an enforcement uh, strategy, new strike-based program to increase bad behavior. Uh, players found violating Xbox community standards will receive strike, which will stay on your record for six months before it is removed. Um, and I will go through this right now. So, we Dude, if you get eight strikes in six months, there's something wrong. So, you know what I mean? Like, So you really deserve it. It's not like they're saying it's three strikes in six months and you're done. Literally eight fucking strikes. So like, you have to be fucking up on a daily the basis. The severity of the violation determines on the number of strikes and the length of the punishment. There's an illustration. I will go through it. So the stri- example of strikes added for each type of action, profanity, cheating, sexual inappropriate, harassment and bullying, hate speech. Not all actions are represented in this graphic, though. Uh, but then you have the stacks. So, it, so the strikes are going through stack. Each time in the day's proceeding. So I will go through the striking system. So one day, one strike is one day suspension. Two strikes is another one day suspension. Three, three strikes, those goes up to three days. Four, seven, five, 14, six, 21, seven, 60 days and eight strikes. If somehow you get here, you'll be right you'll be after, suspended after for being suspended for literally after you add the 60 the 30 you know what i mean the two the 14 days the five like you've spent at least three months on fucking strike you know what i mean like mm-hmm. at least three months on but if you're getting eight strikes you're gonna be suspended for a year because you, that's eight like you're that's eight strikes like seriously you've had the right, warnings right. but but after everything. each strike you get a you get a, a waiting period before you can log back in mm. so if you keep getting strikes and they fall off after six months like you really have to be fucking up because it's going to take you three months to get to this point mm-hmm. to the eighth strike mm-hmm. you understand what i mean yeah like you have to be sitting there doing it daily like a fucking crackhead so user starts with zero strikes this is how this this thing goes suspension one user reported for gamer tag moderator reviews and categorizes profanity Suspension two, it's is for eight strikes. User reported for message. Moderators view and categorize as hate speech. Appeal from suspension two. You, so you can appeal your <clears throat> things too. So you'll have an appeal system as well that allow you to appeal your stuff and you can win it. <clears throat> um, suspension three, gamer pick, sexually inappropriate. User loses the appeal. So you can also lose appeals though. And you read the community guidelines and improves behavior. But then you also, in the future, will get your strikes removed due to aging out. So, eventually, those strikes on your record will go away. But that's if you do good behavior. Yeah, it says all strikes stay on record for six months. Yeah. So, uh, they're being very transparent about this. And I like that. They're being like, hey, this is our system. This is how it's going to work. You can appeal what happens on there. But just know it's not always going to go the way you want it to. Yeah, examples (laughs) of strikes added for each type of action. Plus one strike for profanity. Plus one strike for cheating. Plus two strikes for sexually inappropriate behavior. Plus two strikes for harassment or bullying. And plus three strikes for hate speech. So these will everybody will start with a clean slate as of right now. Anything that was before this 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 change and and new system is not going to count. Um, sorry about that, but that's just how. Not they, really that, sorry. That's really how it's. I mean, that's, if you can't if you can't play a game without cheating and being sexually harassing people and uh, you know just uh, or, or racially harassing people with hate speech, you know what I mean? Like you shouldn't really be on a public platform to begin with. So. Mm-hmm. 
So, public platforms. Bethesda has a big public platform. And speaking of their big public platform, the biggest thing that they've been talking about recently, of course, is Starfield. It's something that we're both excited It's less for. than a month away. I, know, I really want to play it. And in that time, I need to... I'm trying to save money. I'm trying to pay off debt. And I'm trying to save up for not just cruise funds, but for an Xbox fund so I can get an Xbox Series X so I can play this game. Um... Bethesda has shared a canonical timeline of events on the Starfield's website, revealing the most important moments from humanity first reaching Mars to the events of the game in 2330. The, so the official year has been set for this game. 2330 is when it takes place. <clears throat> the official Xbox Game Pass page commented underneath the Starfield page, and set an accurate timeline of how long I'll be playing Starfield. <laughs> uh, what the fuck? So uh, we're starting so, off at the top. In year 2050, 50. humans first arrive on Mars. Uh, and then by 2100, humans are living in space. Yeah. Um, humans arrive. Oh, oh, you're already, you're on their page. Okay, cool. Yeah, year 2156, uh, humans arrive in Alpha Centauri, yes. which is 4.37 light years away don't know about Alpha Earth. Centauri, this is actually a planet very similar to ours uh, in density, shape, and also environment. And we've been looking for, it's it's one of the, uh, what would you call it? Uh, paradi uh, paradise uh, planets, I think is what it's called. I mean, <clears throat> habitable ones. It, it, it's in the habitable zone. That's what I would say. Yeah. Uh, next up, the year 2159 is the year that the United Colonies are established with their rainbow flag. Cool. I love their rainbow flag. It's not even that bad. Like, I like the colors. It's very, yeah, yeah. Very like, it, I like that it's muted like 1970s. Uh-huh. So what else you got? Uh, year 2160, <clears throat> which is one year after what I just yeah. One year after what I just said. A lot of stuff happened in that year. Yeah, yeah. Uh, New Atlantis is founded in 2161. It becomes the official capital city of the United Colonies. Yeah, so this is the place that's going to be the largest city in the game. Yep. And that's going to be cool. It's uh, apparently it's all explorable, which it sounds really awesome. Yeah, um, like they they Bethesda put one up like on their on their whole ass website. I'm gonna go. Th I'm gonna go through the website because they have way more stuff on here. Um, yeah. But yeah. So uh, animated anthology. You get a look at the three of the main. There's so much stuff. This is good. I like how much stuff they're showing. Uh, so the story so far. Oh, here we go. Okay. Twenty six. Twenty one sixty seven. Cheyenne is settled by Solomon Co., who founded its first settlement, Aquila City. 2188. Co. invites Voli to join Cheyenne to a new alliance, the Free Star Collective. The Free Star Collective is officially formed in 2189. 2194, the United Colonies positions the star station called the Clinic in orbit around Dipala in the Narion system. The unaffiliated peoples of the Narion system see this as a UC as the a UC attempt to expand the borders in demand. The UC removed the Clinic. When the UC refuses, the people of the Narion vote to join the Free Star Collective, who mobilized to protect the system in 2095. So that's where we're gonna get some wars going on. In response. 2196 yeah, some nice little civil war in response like, to the free star mobilization the game starts in 2330 yes we, this is all leading up to that the uc moves a fleet into narion system and free star responds in kind the narion war begins 
2216. Minarion War drags a, uh, on as a public sentiment sours. Finally, the Treaty of Narion is signed by the UC and Freestar Collective in 2216, ending the conflict. The term settled system is formed, formalized in the treaty. 2221. Freestar Rangers are founded as an elite a protective investigative force dedicated to serving all citizens and Freestar Collective. There's a lot of stuff here. I'm not going to go through all of it, but like it keeps going. I'm going to go. Actually, I'll just read a couple more. Uh, Barrett joins Constellation, which Constellation is formed by Sebastian Banks. It is basically a serve the needs and people of Constellation for generations to come. Uh, Constellation comes into possession of their first artifact and tucks it away. Uh, US Van UC Vanguard is founded in response to the Freestar Collective's use of civilian ships. Former, yeah, we got a lot of stuff. Uh, then we got another war that happens. Um, More war, space war, yeah, Star War stuff. <laughs> Eventually, Starfield, Star War, same thing. I think this is cool, and it, it makes it. It's exciting to see that they're like, hey, we got all this like deep lore that you're gonna be diving into. Um, yeah, no. I mean, it's going to be interesting to see what happens. Although it is locked at 30 for frames per second. People are like, oh, why do you have to lock our games? Stability. I would rather have a game have stability all across the board than rather have a game come out and be like, hey, the console port's pretty good for Xbox. The PC and PlayStation port, though, are sucking shit because their frame rates are bad. Right. That's like that's like the main reason. Overall, everybody's going to get a better experience by this lock and that's okay. I don't see that as a bad thing. Is it is in in second of all, I don't do you need to be playing a game at 120 FPS? No, no. <clears throat> like I'm okay with it being locked at 30 so that like it'll just be that steady 45 cuz they can't reach 60 yet. Mm -hmm. Which is okay, you know what I mean? Like, it's a good start. There's so many updates to come, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, that I I can't complain about a game this size being locked in at 30. Like, they'd rather not have it locked in at 60 and then have it clock at 52. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So, like, uh, they'd rather just say it's locked in at 30 FPS and then achieve over that. Mm -hmm. So some of these consoles may be running it at 50 to 60 FPS. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, uh, but they just can't guarantee it for all the consoles. Yeah. So, like, uh, so, I, yeah, that's, it's all about accessibility. So, and speaking of accessibility, we got to move from one console system to the next as we're going to PlayStation about Marvel Spider-Man 2. And it's accessibility features, which basically let you slow down the gameplay. Uh, so, me, something I have trouble with is quick time events. Mm. Um, sometimes, like, I just am really jerky with my movements, you know what I mean? So, like, I think this is something that I would be really interested in. Uh, so Because you can slow down the action. Uh, because Spider-Man's a really fast-paced game. Like, you have to borderline button mash, like, fucking Tekken style, you know what I mean? So, um, I'm, my, I would say my eye adjustment towards games have become very fast paced. I've well, noticed, no, it's become I've, very fast paced. I've noticed but, it that like whenever I play games with like Katie or my brother, for example, I seem to have quicker reaction time. Oh, but, I definitely have quicker reaction time than a lot of so, people. So the thing but is, but I'm with just that, saying like, I wouldn't need it 
knock down 70 percent uh-huh. like a nice 20 percent would be good for me you know what i mean like i like that or 30 percent whatever it is like uh yeah just there's people you can slow it down as much as 30 percent and switch it back to regular settings at any time or uh, yeah that, i meant 70 percent speed versus you know yeah. what i meant so other features mentioned include screen reader support which will read aloud all on-screen text and menus on-screen captions and audio descriptions for cinematic scenes which is great uh yeah so yeah no there's it's it seems like we're going into full accessibility mode for this which is I love awesome that. um so yeah no that's gonna be cool to see i wish Baldur's gate 3 had auto pickup mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it would save me so much time <laughs> On non-stealable items, of course, because yeah. it's like, it's like uh, Skyrim in that way, mm-hmm. where like there's things that you can pick up, like, but there's things that if they're highlighted in red, it's you, stealing. It's stealing. Yeah. yeah. And then if it, if you get caught, then people lose favor for you yeah. and all kinds of stuff, and then other bad things you know, happen. That makes that. me wonder if Starfield's gonna have like a morality system. Morality, maybe not, but characters that remember you, definitely. Yeah. I mean, so old Fallout games, such as, well, the one Bethesda's Fallout games. You're going to so have that static memory. Three you know and New Vegas had karma systems, which were really cool to add. Uh-huh. I would like them to add them back. Essentially, your, infamous. Ch- your choices in the game really, essentially like Infamous, change the outcome of how people treat you and also the yeah, world treat you. Yeah, for you. sure. Like, I'd love to see, like, an infamous-type bar or a Red Dead 2-type bar. Oh, yeah, Red Dead 2 has that that bar. It's not great. It's not Not, great. Not in in the sense, like, it's a bad thing, but, like... Let's build a zoo. If you you get bad... That's a fucking morality If you get bad in Red Dead, people treat you like a complete fucking, like, evil person. Like I mean, to be honest, dragging somebody behind a horse until their skin I is mean, like you know peeled <laughs> off on the back roads isn't like a very normal I don't, behavior. I don't. I mean, if somebody makes fun of me and calls me a buffoon, that's the last time they're gonna call every anybody a buffoon ever. Yeah, that's when you like cut his pinky off or something like that and be like, "You'll always remember me." No, remember the one that I showed you though. Yes, I remember <laughs> the one that you showed me. Okay, like. I, I'm just saying, like, it, there, there, com- there comes a time, young Zach, yeah, yeah. when, uh, you know... It's like it's like when you quick save in Skyrim because somebody made fun of your fit. I may have done that earlier just to start shit. <laughs> like, okay, so I started shit with an owl there, and I lost uh-huh. real fucking fast, but I saved just beforehand. Uh-huh. And right before my last character died, I just rolled you're back just like save. You're just like, oh, fuck it. Let's just see what happens. Yeah, kind of like scuffing, you know uh-huh. what I mean? Like, just... And then you you got mauled like the... <laughs> uh, so... I did shoot a squirrel, though. I didn't drop kick it, though. Not yeah. that not that quest, because that's a whole ass quest. Yeah. It's a whole fucking quest to kick a squirrel. Speaking of a whole ass quest, we got a new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game coming out. It's actually based on a five-issue comic series of the same name. Uh, TMNT The Last Ronin, being adapted into a video game by THQ Nordic. Uh, they released the first teaser trailer for it. Uh, basically, what the tone is is going to be much darker. Uh, and if you don't know the story, it's also a lot darker. As it's set in oh a battle-ravaged New York City and follows one... Oh, that's adorable. My mom just sent me that. Uh, we're almost done anyways, so we'll see them so soon. small. It follows one lone surviving Ninja Turtle who embarks on a seemingly hopeless mission seeking justice for the family he lost. 
in the trailer you see four candles being lit and three of them getting uh snuffed out and in the background there's different scenes of stuff one of them being arrows falling from the sky so one of them died by getting killed by arrows one of them got killed by a burning building and then the other one got killed by what was it i think like a fight in the what rain is this or virgin like suicides <clears throat> you ever seen that movie yes i have that movie's fucking Tragic. So the last survivor though of the Ninja Turtles is Michelangelo, which is going to be interesting as he is the most inexperienced, uh, and, uh, in my opinion, of all four. Um, it's going to, and yeah, so that's going to be cool to see. It's going to be on all new consoles and PC platforms at some point. There's no release date. Right. Um, I would like to see some gameplay of it just because, like, I like the story idea. You have the most inexperienced and the most childish of the, the, the turtles now the now alone on his, on his own dealing with something that he, that like, I don't think he, he's ever going to win. Like, it's just, a, it's just a situation. I would probably read the comics at some point, but that sounds. <laughs> they set it up like, uh, Ghost of Tsushima. Mm. I mean, but it's just Michelangelo yeah, like I mean, going through and <laughs> killing do that. everybody. Like, that, that, I mean, they could do that. That'd be cool. Radioactive turt. Uh, they gave him a new power where he can just spit acid at them. <laughs> 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 what are those fucking things? Like the Dicophosaurus. Uh, like, Dilophosaurus. Dilophosaurus. Those uh, ones. Yes. So, uh, Assassin's Creed Mirage is coming out very very soon. Uh, it's sooner actually than we thought. sooner than we thought as it's l- releasing a week early, uh, instead of being planned for October 5th, which, uh, uh, was going to be the week we were on, um, cruise. They're releasing it a week earlier, uh, than that. No, oh, no, 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 no never, mind, were, never they, mind. They were supposed to release it, it on the 12th and they're releasing it now. On so the they're releasing on cruise, on cruise time. Got yeah, it. On cruise time. Um, yeah. So. Apparently it says that Mirage has gone gold with pre-orders. Really? I, I guess. Interesting. Um, that just means more than a hundred thousand. So it's saying Mirage's combat is a last resort in this game. So you're going to be dealing with more stealth than anything else. Um, yeah. Cool. Well, yeah. Uh, oh, you get the dual-wield axes in this one. Oh, wait, no, no, no. Unlike Assassin's Creed Valhalla, where players could dual-wield axes. I love the dual-wield axes. Well, that's exactly why I did that, because I was like my character. Mirage's combat is a last resort in this game, and you'll be f- dealing with more stealth-based missions and everything okay. else. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, it's much shorter. It's like 20 to 30 hours long, uh, and it's taking place all in the city of Baghdad. Uh, so, yeah. That's going to be very cool to see. But something that did come out, of course, we talked about it earlier, Baldur's Gate 3. Everybody's loving it. Uh, people are saying, hey, when are we going to have character recreation coming in or character customization again? I think they're talking about adding that soon. Like, you're allowed to change your character's appearance and stuff like that. Uh, oh, no, you can make custom characters right now. Um, there's a bunch of set characters so that you can do the story from their point of view. Yeah, uh, think... which provides a lot of really good replayability. But the Dark Urge is the only one that you can customize uh, the character for to anything and any class, whatever. Me, it doesn't matter. Let me look. 
there, uh, like, uh, but then you could just you could just create your own custom <laughs> character, like with anything or whatever. You know what I mean? So, uh, on my first playthrough, so how it works is that one person, like when you do multiplayer, one person hosts it, and then everybody else can kind of just sub in the extra characters that you have in your party. Mm-hmm. Um, but once you put those people in your party, you can't unput them out of your party. Got it. So you're just stuck with their character. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So, um, it, it's a lot of fun and I have started, uh, one multiplayer one, uh, with three other people cause you can only have four, uh, shout out to Dylan Kelly and Savannah. Shout out. I'm looking and for the thing. Then I started my own private game and I love playing games by myself. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just that kind of person. Baldur's Gate 3 will let you eventually let you change your character's looks, is what I found. Um, yeah, no, no. So Baldur's Gate, it says they're going to be adding... What is it? Uh, oh, you're talking about, like, after the fact. Yeah, like, re-rolling yeah, yeah, their... Yeah, 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 yeah oh, yeah. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. So they're going to allow after, you... After the original, like, you Things can... Things are can... being cooks, is what they the guy who works on it uh, said. Yeah. Uh, so that's gonna appearance change. So that's gonna be cool. So uh, Larian Studios put out a bunch of graphs uh, about the most popular chosen uh, classes, races, all that stuff. So for class choice, the number one chosen one was Paladin. Surprisingly, uh, that surprised me because I figured it was gonna be Warlock, Sorcerer, Wizard. No. Like that people because like to be that's good. literally what people always choose. People Warlock, want, Sorcerer, people Wizard. People want to be good people. Uh, because but in pal- real life, they're bad people. Right. Like, in order, <laughs> uh, from greatest to least, so paladin, sorcerer, warlock, rogue, barg, uh, I said barg, <laughs> bard, barbarian, fighter, no, ranger. It's, it's barbarian. 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 Uh, so it's a mix between bard and barbarian. Barbarian, fighter, ranger, wizard, monk, druid, and cleric. No I one chose- want to be a cleric, dude. I chose druid. No one want to be a cleric, bro. I straight up chose druid so I could turn into a bear. No one want to be that supporting class. Yeah, dude. I was like, <laughs> I want to turn into a bear. So, we so, have actual races. Yeah, race choice breakdown. The, uh, the number one choice was actually half-elf. With a close second in uh, human and then a very close third at regular elf. What is with people just choosing the human? Go different. Try something else. I Be- chose a dragonborn. Become dragonborn or tiefling, or there's one at the very end called Githyanki. I did uh, uh, Githyaki. Yeah, Githyanki. Yes. Whatever that is, I don't know. They what just it call is. him Gith. What is it? Um, it kind of looks like an orc, except its nose is pushed up. I'm gonna look at it. Orcs have half orcs have big noses, whereas like a Githyanki has like a, a pointed nose Got that's it. pushed. It in. looks like a, it looks like a very tall goblin. Kinda. Yeah. 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 It's kind of like a goblin. Uh huh. Uh, um, but, uh, anyway, uh, half elf, human, elf, dragonborn, tiefling, drow, half orc, uh, damn, it really drops after drow, dude, after drow, yeah, like, so, my first character was a dragonborn druid, my second character is actually a half orc druid, mm. which makes it even more rare, I you know what I mean? Gnome. I feel like that'd be a fun playthrough. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, <laughs> for sure. Um, um, but, yeah. uh, that was like one of the only ones that they put up, uh, 
apparently Baldur's Gate 3 only takes about 32 hours to beat if you mainline the story. So given the huge amount of players, it's rather surprising that statistically more didn't sprint to the end as fast as possible. Uh, within the first opening weekend, 368 people finished the game mm. during its entirety in the first opening weekend. Damn. Uh, the highest peak concurrent players uh, has been 800,000 plus players. Um, and it has had many, many more that people just don't know the exact number for because the sessions were counted a little bit differently. On got someone. it. Yeah. Uh, and 79% of players got at least as far as the end of the tutorial on the Nautiloid, uh, according to Steam Achievements, which is a pretty high number given how many people buy games and just do not play them. Oh, yeah. Which I have been guilty of before. But not recently. Every game that I bought, I have played. With my own personal money. Like, now, I if I download a game off of Game Pass, you know what I mean? Like, and then just leave it on my system, that's because I didn't pay for it. I even went out and bought a copy of Fallout 76, so I'd never be without. Ever. <laughs> so, games that I have bought, uh, like, I, I played majority of them. Actually, no, I have played all of them. Sometimes I'll buy a game and then I won't play it for a long time. Mm-hmm. Disco Elysium started to become that game. I need to start getting back into playing it. It's just... <sighs> that game will take up a lot of my time. And Which one? Disco Elysium. Oh. I know. I have it. I have it already. I started playing it like a long time ago. But then everything culminated and it just got away from me. You should uh, get Baldur's Gate 3. Assassin's Creed don't because then I'm not going to play Disco Elysium and I won't finish I won't finish these games that I keep Disco I, Elysium God. is fan fucking tastic but you didn't buy the game you got it as a gift which is why you haven't fucking played it. No. I, yes, don't play. So, I know exactly why. So Assassin's Creed Happens Origins the time. is a different one where I did buy it but I also got Odyssey at the same time, and I played Odyssey, and I was like, I can't go back to playing Origins. Hey, I didn't say that you wouldn't eventually go back but and play it. But I did it, go back I mean? to playing it, I think, five plus years later after buying it. Yeah, it's uh, been about that. Well, yeah. I don't think it's been five years, has it? It's been a long time since I bought that game. It's been... Like it's, four years? No, it's been... It's been long... I, when did Odyssey come out? Didn't we play Odyssey together? Uh, around the same time. Uh, that's a, da, da, da. 2020, 2021? No, it wasn't that. Odyssey came out. Oh, why you gotta be like this? 2018. Really? So I played it probably in 2019. So it has been roughly yeah five years. Jesus. And I I started playing Origins. It's crazy. Where's the time gone, dude? I, like, I where, started like... playing Origins. Just remember when we worked at Panera? Oh my god, don't remind me. I hate that. <laughs> Yo, Panera has forged so many bonds. You know, that's how Mariah and Cole met each other. Oh my god. She was an overnight baker. And he and he was a worker there. Crazy. And she became his boss. Which is funny as hell. So can't wait till you hear that story when we're mm. like fucking 10 deep yeah uh like oh, goddamn Jesus. sailors uh <laughs> singing sea shanties and shit what was i saying yeah so odyssey i played but then origins i actually didn't start playing until i think the, the beginning of this year and i finished it origins is like i think is one of the only ones it's that i Egypt. haven't played it's a very it's fun like gotta like 
I would put that in my top three because like it definitely has Odyssey vibes. It's like a point cursor, of course, but it's just the. I think Odyssey is my favorite. The vibe, the vibe of of playing in Egypt is definitely there. You're like, oh, this is well, right. This is like cool you're going back fuck. to your roots. You're this is cool as fuck. Uh, Odyssey was that, was that one where you played as Bassam? You played as no Bassam is is the is the character that you're playing for Mirage, and he was the he was the the hidden order guy that you met in Valhalla. In right. in Origins, you're playing as the first people that created the Assassins Guild, the hidden ones, Bayek and Aya is what I call is what they're called. Bayek is the guy that you play as. Gotcha. Uh yeah. Bayek. Yeah, Bayek. And uh no, overall that story was like really well done. Like <clears throat> so Yeah, because I didn't think that that one was Ezio because like no. Ezio has like three games which is like uh Brotherhood We're done. We're, we're done with Ezio. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that fucking apple of Eden. Mhm. There is an apple of eating in, in, in origin style, but is there? Yeah, but it's like set in a good set because like they're like they they play it off is as there like aliens in that well one they they play it off as like this is a thing from the gods and no one should fucking have this power. Yeah, the alien shit. Mm, yeah, so. But, I mean, you know, when they brought the animus in and uh -huh. all that stuff, you know what I mean. Like, but like, what I like, like about really brought it in. What I like about Origins and Odyssey is that they based the stuff around this thing in the religions that were at the time. Uh, so uh, Origins based it around Egyptian like myths the, and stuff uh, like that. The pug. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you, that would be cool. Yeah, make a, a Victoria, Victorian Cult of the era, and then Cult of the Pug is the Templars in this one. Uh, <laughs> the end of the Rococo period. It sounds like a South Park bit. Speaking of South Park, though, uh, South Park's getting a new th uh, co-op game. A new 3D game. It's no, it's it's 3D. It's 3D this time, not the 2D games like they had in the past. Uh, what were they called? Uh, Stick of Truth and, and uh, uh, Fractured Butthole. Yeah, that's the one. I played Stick of Truth, but not Fractured Butthole. Fractured Butthole. I had my parents help me buy Stick of Truth. They shouldn't have done that. They shouldn't have done that? Uh, hey, Mom, will you buy me South Park? As soon as she heard that, she probably was just like, um. They still did it. Zach? They still did it. Are you sure and then on Black, And then on Black Friday, I was able to get GTA Five. Black Friday, I was about to get token edition. Uh, so, <laughs> South Park Snow Day focuses on Cartman and the crew as of they celebrate not having a school for a day. Thanks to inclement like weather. While not as much is known about the game, it appears to be fantasy inspired. THQ Nordic, uh, baby, oh my his, embracer group. Is uh, wearing his Grand Wizard King outfit. Oh, well, other children on the trailer are shown wearing fantasy-inspired, so this is the fantasy-based one. Um, <clears throat> yeah, it looks like to be a, 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 a RPG-esque. I scared when you said Grand Wizard. Like, I had to scroll up and, like, double-check you wasn't in a KKK uniform. I mean, it, Cartman calling himself as a Grand Wizard kind of makes sense. I know. I know. Like, oh, oh, my. Sorry, sorry. I'm trying to fucking Behold. Want... It was, it was, oh, my control it my pc died <laughs> that's okay we only had two left and they're the fucked up ones yeah so our last two are actually products that i was able to find this week usually we don't find products that often but when we do you know they're good uh <laughs> but when we do 
so the first one being, uh, you've ever wanted a Cthulhu in your house? Yeah, yeah. Everybody yeah. wants a good old Cthulhu. I want, in their house, I want, I want Davy Jones. Face I want action. the, I want the God of the Undersea, uh, and every, the Eldritch Mind God of the Undersea. Ass. Yeah. Uh, do you ever want him as a chia pet? Well, now you can have. Him I didn't as a know chi- he could grow a fro, but yeah. now that I do, <laughs> I want one. So, uh, yeah, you get your own ch- uh, Cthulhu chia pet, which will result in a Bob Ross style chia hairdo. Um, I don't know what the price is. Can cats eat the chia? I don't know that. Chia. I feel like it wouldn't be poisonous, you know what I mean? But it, it kind of has that multicolored thing like a hosta, and I feel like it would be poisonous. How much is the Cthulhu one? How much? Yeah. Uh, it doesn't really say on here. I will look up what can cats eat chia. Chia seeds are safe for cats. Chia cool. seeds are safe for cats to eat. They're high in What about chia food. sprouts? Uh, chia sprouts. Yeah. Chia, chia sprouts can cause vomiting in cats if digested in large quantities over time. Yeah. Yeah, so it is poisonous. Well, like, it's a, they're high in a content of uh, saponins, which is a substance literally found in every single plant. Yeah, I'm not trying to bring that into the house with my cats. As cool as it would look, uh, that's not safe for pets. So chia it looked too much like a hosta plant for me to like not freak out because of chewing. Like that's that that's seizure. A, like that's if the cats eat like a fucking like a, a, a eighth of their hair. Have you fucking met Haku? Ha- and now you have no excuses, Haku right? Haku just like, needs a good spray in the mouth and it'll stop. 24-7, I can't be there to fucking spray him in the mouth, okay? Like, he's going to be in the sink. He's going to be wherever the fuck this is. Buns, too. Buns loves chewing on plants. And you put this in, a, like, a glass case. <laughs> yeah. If I had a terrarium. A giant terrarium in my house, maybe. But and bolted to the wall. Fun to grow, easy to do. I'm looking up this Cthulhu Chia. Okay, so it's $30. 30 Yeah. How big is it? I thought uh, it was a little bigger, but I guess it's pretty small. It's $30. It's probably only this big. Oh, 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 what? Hello. Why are you doing this to me? Maybe six, what? seven inches what the tall. F- I'm, I give up. I give up on my phone. It's being weird. Your um, phone died? <sighs> your your laptop? It didn't died. die. I just, I know, I'm I know. trying to I click was... buttons and it's being dumb. I was kidding. Um, but, um, yeah, so go go out and get yourself a Cthulhu Chia Pet. Um, next up, we have uh, the mm-hmm. final item that Zach has found. And it these, haunts my these, fucking dreams. The picture stuck out Solely to me. because of what you said earlier. I want to I suck on the big toes. Uh, this. <laughs> dude, why are they so big? Like, so, I'm so uncomfortable. So the reason why I say this is because, these, for some reason, Marvel has made a, high, a wave of high-end fashion. Uh, with this understand. company from Thailand called I Wanna Bangkok, <sighs> uh, they made Hulk heels. Now, what what does that mean? Uh, they did not just make heels the color of Hulk. They made heels with the literal feet of Hulk. They expa- the Hulk feet. They on expand them. at the with bottom with like a three inch pump on the back. Yeah, they expand at the bottom to be the fucking width of his is the front of his feet, which is like a foot long. So that means the toe, like the big toe, is like the size of my fist, yeah. uh, or like a little smaller yeah, than really a child's scared fist. If I slid my toe in there yeah. and it like like snugly fit my toe, I'd Ugh. be like, oh my god, 
I'm a giant. Yeah. But so. yeah, they're available in women's sizes four to ten and cost 142 US dollars. Not dead. Do not ever spend your money on this. Someone this does. is not a recommended buy. Do you uh, do you, do you know what these sound do you know what these sound like when they when they when they're going across? They're gonna be like Dude, Yeah, he probably sounds like fucking shaggy fucking norville <laughs> walking like across shoes. the goddamn ground like fucking clown shoes exactly flop 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 have you seen how shaggy walks because it looks like that honestly i don't like, i don't know how you could walk in these without like tripping over something causing your own like, feet seismic activity like <laughs> two blocks down <laughs> hulk smash yeah so uh, these exist, and no one should ever buy these unless you're going to, like, collect them and then never, ever wear them. Even then, I don't think you should buy them. Jeez. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, it's just... It's strange, because we have... Actually, now that I think about it, you can complete your collection of becoming the actual Hulk if you have the Hulkbuster gloves back from like the early 2000s. Uh, not the Hulkbuster gloves. Yeah, and then now you have these heels, and then eventually they did release a mask for him at some point. And then the you mask. just you just need like a suit, like a Hulk suit, like a muscle suit, and then paint it green, and then you're perfect. Perfect. There's your there's your Halloween costume, guys, for like 2023. You just you might need to spend over uh, $200 on it, but it's worth it. Or you could put on a Bob Ross wig and a Davy Jones mask and be Chia Pet Davy Jones. Or you can just look like Shaggy by getting a green shirt and. Or you could put the grandpa filter on from TikTok. <laughs> All of those are funny. Dude, those are so fucking funny. I like funny. the one where the guy's like, I don't, I, I'll be I like freak. the one where he's sitting on the toilet, like all crouched up like that. I like the one where he's I, reaching underneath the I like the, bed. the one where the dude's like cower, like in the corner of the of the room, it's like peering out. Yeah, dude, around the door. Like, what is wrong with people? That shit is so funny, though. I have saved like at least 10 or 15 of those where with the fucking music i want to hold your head like it's like so calm the music is and it's just i really like this trend i just think it's really funny but uh you know speaking of funny zach didn't you have a fact today uh i mean i told the true fact at the beginning what oh you we... did zach did his fact early my bad guys no 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 that that's that's like historical like actual accuracy facts this one's, this one's different. Um, McDonald's fries, like the vegetable they actually use, is um, made it, out of jumping beans because they jump right out of your bag and land on your. I was gonna stairs. say it's 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 made from hamburger sweat, but and they scream really loud. I was gonna say it's made from hamburger sweat, but I think we'll go with that one instead. Yeah, yeah. Try it out. All right. All right, guys. Well, um, that's all the all the information that we have for you this week. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening once again. Uh, I'm so, sorry I am pretty tired right now. Um, I haven't slept in over 24 hours. So it is, it is, it is what we call time for bed. The midnight train. Literally, though. The, the go away. By the midnight train, I mean my toilet <laughs> and then my bed. I took the midnight train going back to bed. Literally, though. Not midnight, though. I'm taking that 11 o'clock train and going back to fucking uh-huh. bed. All right, so if we were going to have something up this weekend, we probably might, depending 
We might watch Blaine. We might. We might. We're just going to keep it up I, in the air. We're not going to make I, any solid promises. I, I, I would like to do the Barbie Heimer at some I would point, love though. to do the Barbie Heimer. Right. That, that out, that's going to be about two, two and a half hour long episode. Yep. All right. Bye. Bye, guys. <laughs> it seems as if you have done it. <clears throat> Done what you ask? Hmm. Well, it seems like you have crawled into the internet wormhole known as the Spitting Nonsense Podcast and made it out alive. Congratulations, Wanderer. Mm-hmm.